fantastic. He has a lot of work like that. But rest in peace, Chris Cornell. And uh, a moment of silence here on the show uh, in his honor as as we, we've lost one of the all-time greats. And we will continue that hour to rejoin. Yes, we as will. As far as I'm concerned, uh, until this show is terminated at some some point in time, at some juncture. But uh, uh, one of the best. Uh, gone way too soon. Wake Forest? Do you buy it? Can I sell you on it? If the ACC was to add Notre Dame and lose another team, the lack of support to me because of the smaller nature of the school long-term makes it, I don't want to say semi-doable, but you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, could they not potentially get lost in the in the shuffle in the dust because people it's just the support's not there right i mean it just doesn't seem like it's there uh let's get steven who's been holding on and then i i want to talk i want to take wake forest kind of to the next level with another okay. idea i have with wake forest okay all right very good uh, we'll get to steven now on the northland communication phone lines steven joins us we appreciate your patience welcome to the show sir hey good afternoon fellas how y'all doing today very well well, first of all, I'm very sorry for the loss. I, I remember listening to Sonic Garden, the uh, Black Hole Sun. That's probably one of my favorite hits from the band. So yeah. rest in peace, my friend. Um, but now talking about what you're talking about, what would you subtract? I also want to, after, after that, I also want to talk about what I would add uh, from the Kelly and the Quack show. First of all, here's, how I would, here's the team I would get rid of if you want to go 14 and add, put Notre Dame in. I'd get rid of Louisville, not because they beat the Tar, not because they beat Clemson in baseball, swept them, but I think Louisville was, would probably be a better fit for the SEC, especially during the basketball season between Louisville and Kentucky. I think that would be a better fit. But now, as far as a team for for the, who I would add from the from the Quack and Kelly show, I would actually would add Maryland to come back and drop NC State to the Coastal Division. It'd be kind of like you know, welcome back. Uh, Maryland. Now here's a swift kick in the pants for leaving us in the first place. So that's like an add and subtract right there. So those who are, that's, that's my that's my two cents right there, Warry. Stephen, thank you. We appreciate it. And that's never going to happen. Maryland burned every bridge known to man exiting this conference, looking for the quick payday in the Big Ten. Now part of that was Maryland's problem. Part of that is the athletic department was running at a deficit, hmm. was spending money that it didn't have. And it needed to find a way to be able to get that cash as soon as possible. And I think part of that was the reason they left to go to the Big Ten. And part of it was because they felt disrespected by the tobacco road schools, I think, for so many years. So in a sense, I don't necessarily blame Maryland. In another sense, no, I kind of do. But you're never going to see. And you never say never. But you're never going to see Maryland back in the Atlantic Coast Conference. That makes me nauseous thinking about Maryland. I, I'm not going back to Bird Stadium, the dank old place it is up there, right? I mean, you're just you're just not doing that if you're an ACC school anymore. You're not doing it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, there are some things about that that make sense, but at the end of the day, that is still Maryland. That is, they were they were never really part of the ACC, Roy, when they were in the ACC. <laughs> That's not right. Is that They're fair? Like one of the founding members back in the early fifties. They were they were. They were they were that that's that that school just they're, they're what Syracuse is Syracuse is gonna become. I know, in the ACC. I, you know, I I understand why you would say that. I I, I don't think so, and, and I don't think NC State would ever leave, nor would Louisville. It, Louisville, 
I think has been a really, really good addition to oh, the yeah. ACC. No doubt. I mean, it gives the football side so much more bite within the Atlantic Division with what has happened there. And listen, we don't like Bobby Petrino. We don't like Rick Petrino. And morally, a lot of things have happened with those two coaches that have honestly stained that school and also the ACC. But in a weird way, the old saying of bad press is actually good press or bad press is better than no press at all applies. Because there's this pseudo-evil empire up there that people like to root against that's actually been pretty salty to deal with. In basketball, it's Patino and his Louisville Cardinals. In football, Lamar Jackson and Bobby Petrino and his squad. I don't think that that's something that's been really bad for the ACC. The ACC is trying to figure out its brand, and it's these these holier-than-thou academic institutions, and it's been basketball forever. And now all of a sudden you've got kind of this renegade program associated with the league. You know, the late Dean Smith must be uh, turning over in his grave right now just thinking about what Louisville has kind of brought to the table in this conference. But in 2017, it's been a really good addition. It's given more bite to Clemson's football schedule. The Atlantic Division is respected more because you got three teams in there and maybe an up-and-coming NC State Dave Doran bunch that look much more formidable than just what we were talking about prior to Louisville's entry into the league. Go back to 2012, and and you had Florida State and then kind of up-and-comer Clemson. That was it. Now it's a different landscape. Now the ACC Atlantic, far superior to that of its buddies down in the SEC, in the SEC East. It's not even close. It's not even close. Four years ago, that was, I mean, that wasn't even a, a, a thought of happening ever. And now, like, you can take that one to the bank. The ACC Atlantic has won, what, two of the last three, two of the last four national championships. The ACC Atlantic entering this season is going to have two of the top six teams in the preseason poll, and the defending national champion is one of them. Not to mention the returning winner of the Heisman Trophy, who plays... At Louisville, they have a brand. Mm-hmm. You may not like it. You may not respect it. You may want to beat its brains in, but at least they have something. They have something. And the Atlantic Division did not have that outside of Florida State, honestly, prior to the start of this decade. And now it's got Florida State. It's got Clemson. It's got Louisville. This is how you start to change the identity of the conference itself. That is happening. That has happened. Not to derail this conversation because I got a lot more I want to add to this, but this coming year, I think the Atlantic is going to be top to bottom better than it was this past year. So, but right, you p- shut your mouth when you're talking to me right now with that kind of nonsense. Tell me where I'm wrong. Florida State's going to be better. NC State's going to be a lot better. Syracuse is going to be better. T- tell me why they. Louisville's going to, I mean, let's say Louisville's a wash and, you know, Clemson is still going to be a, a really good team too. Don't tell me where I'm wrong because I don't, because <laughs> then, then we're going to get, then we're going to get off on that. But yeah, I, but back to this, if you, if you removed Louisville from that mix and put Maryland into it again, it makes me a little bit nauseous. I, I, yeah. I it's just like this sinking feeling in my stomach. I, I, I think too. There's a level of respect between Clemson fans and Louisville fans. I think that that persists 
across multiple sports. Now, Louisville took Brad Burnell and company behind the woodshed this past year, but Clemson upset the Cardinals the year before over right. in Greenville. In football, all the contests have come down essentially to the very last play. Clemson's won them all. Louisville fans don't like that, but there's a level of respect with what's occurred between us and them, them and us. I think there's a budding rivalry there. I really do. Good use of the word budding. I like that. Thank you. Yes. No, I agree. I agree. We'll get back to Wake Forest here, too. Let's get Randy on the phones next. Randy, good afternoon. Hey. Hey, Roy. Great show. Ben, doing a great job as always. Uh, yeah, two things you just talked about with Louisville. Louisville fans uh, uh fortunate to go to several football games. Uh, and the uh, Louisville fans are, are very respectful. They're, you know, we've invited the tailgate with us, and they've been very nice. And, and if you go to Maryland, it's the worst fans yeah. in the world. They will cuss you out. You know, you can get a half a mile away. If they say orange, they're going to start ranting and raving at you before you get there. It's the worst place I've ever been in my life, other than maybe taking these life in your hands going to LSU with some other colors on. But uh, And then, you know, Wake Forest would be great in the Sun Belt. And then add, add East Carolina to uh, ACC because they have a natural rivalry with state, NC State and North Carolina. They'd love to beat them. And, you know, I, that's, I, I, I'd love to see Wake Forest playing Appalachian State because App State loves to beat Wake Forest, too. So, I mean, I, I, that would be a, you know, it'd be a better matchup, natural rivalry for uh, Wake Forest in the Sun Belt. Randy, good, good thoughts, and we appreciate you. I, if you ask me right now, in football only, who has more success in the next 25 years between Wake Forest and Appalachian State, I would argue it'll be the Mountaineers of App State in their Sun Belt. Now, the landscape in college football could change mightily just in the next five years between the Group of Five and the Power Five. So that, that kind of makes this a hard discussion to have. But I think Appalachian State kind of has built its identity, right? Going all the way back to what happened when it upset Michigan in the big house in 2007 and then now slowly made its way to the D1 ranks, made a bowl game, won a bowl game last year, uh, and, you know, has done a really good job in the Sun Belt. I, I don't know if Wake Forest is positioned long-term to be able to do that within an ACC. I, I mean, to me, Wake Forest in another conference, in a group of five, I... I that's not an enormous stretch. Now, the problem is, you know, Wake Forest doesn't want to do that because you're cashing in the Power 5 ACC check. So, to actually get kicked out of a league, I mean, we've only really seen that, I think, with Temple and the old Big East back in the day. So, I don't know how, you know, viable or realistic that is. But if you're asking me who would I boot out, that again, that would be the school. On the Sun Belt thing, that was my next uh kind of my next thing I was wanted to talk about with Wake Forest is and, and again likelihood of this is slim to marginally none <laughs> here but suppose if you were looking for someone to trade places with Notre Dame as far as how they are aligned with the ACC Wake Forest then certainly fits the bill as they are, they are, they become the partial member in everything other than football. And Wake Forest, from a football standpoint, is a great fit for the Sun Belt. Yeah. You have App State, that would be the obvious rival. You're within a couple of hours of each other. 
Coastal Carolina there. Troy is drivable. Georgia Southern is drivable. Georgia State. I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of a uh, lot of things geographically that would make sense about that. Again, doubt that doubt this would ever happen, but maybe that's the way you kind of have your cake and eat it too. You just flip flop and Wake and, and Notre Dame. I I, I want to be respectful in this sense. Wake Forest went to the military bowl last year and upset nationally ranked Temple in that bowl game. They right. they finished the year, Dave Clawson's third season, I believe, uh, at seven and six. Now they were only three and five in the ACC, but an eight point win against nationally ranked Temple in the military bowl last December, that's not a bad way to close down the season. Additionally, again, just playing devil's advocate with myself, the last time the Tigers went to Winston Salem the start of the fourth quarter, it was tied at 20 points apiece. Clemson pulled away in the fourth, ended up winning by two touchdowns. But Wake Forest has been kind of prickly when Clemson has gone up there, going all the way back to the days of Jim Grobe. Clemson has obviously turned things around this decade, but I, I don't want to just imply that the Deeks have been complete pushovers. No. no. They won the ACC back in 2006. Grobe built their brand. It didn't last long term. Clawson is a very cerebral head coach. They had a winning record last year. They won a bowl game. So certainly he thinks that this conversation is pointless. And I, I get that. But, uh, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, Dave Clawson's probably not a Wake Forest. He's probably coaching somewhere else, too. No, that's true. And, and I love the people at Wake Forest. I mean, they well, are. You grew up around there, right? I do. I, they are great people, extremely hospitable. Um, you know, And they're. They have a uh, wide receiver from Pendleton on their roster right now, Malik. Great, I think he'll he'll do good things. I'm rooting for Malik, rooting for Wake Forest from that standpoint. But I just don't. What I see there is they are trying really hard. They're trying to do the best with what they have facility wise, and they they continually make little improvements. Uh, it's a nice place, but it just feels like the gap is going to continue to widen when they are in a division with the likes of Florida State, Louisville, yeah. NC State, Clemson, I, I, I just don't see them ever competing there again. Ever. 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 Stakes have changed a little bit this decade in the ACC. Six five four seven six two seven. Who else would be a part of this conversation? Because that's a fun game to play as well here in the middle part of May. We'll talk about that. We'll get to more of your calls. A little conference realignment expansion. What if Notre Dame came in? Would you boot somebody out? Who else would you add? We'll walk down those roads simultaneously coming up next. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Loco Mart in Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Loco Mart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Loco Mart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. At Simmons Mattress Outlet in Seneca, we've added new models with the new year. We now carry both Serta and Beautyrest for more selection and more savings on your new mattress. We have the largest in-stock inventory around, so you can always find the mattress you need at the right price. And when you buy your new mattress, we give you the box spring free. Open seven days a week. Simmons Mattress Outlet is located in the old Walmart across from Chick-fil-A in Seneca. 
Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. You've heard folks talk about the sauce at Joe's New York Pizza. I'm here to tell you it is the sauce that makes the lasagna so great. Believe me, I know lasagna, and Joe's New York Pizza lasagna is my favorite. Their homemade marinara sauce, beef, ricotta, and mozzarella cheese loaded with their special spices. The lasagna at Joe's New York Pizza, which comes with a salad and those famous garlic knots, is where it's at. Seneca or Clemson, make it Joe's New York Pizza for lasagna with the sauce. Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them with its powerful technology. ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com score. That's ZipRecruiter.com score. For your free trial, ZipRecruiter.com score. Mickey Pollard here for Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. No residue, just really clean carpets that stay cleaner longer. Get three rooms clean and sanitized for $129 and get a fourth room for free with my name. Call 558-7300 or visit ZeroResGreenville.com. CMH Services has again been recognized as an MVP dealer by the material handling industry's leading trade organization, MHEDA, for five consecutive years. In earning the award, CMH Services demonstrated excellence in the areas of industry advocacy, customer service and safety, business networking, continuing education, and business best practices. Get award-winning material handling solutions at CMH Services. Call 800-922-9569. That's 800-922-9569. Show. How long are we supposed to do this? I'm getting hungry. And now back to Roy and Ben on 105.5 The Roar. I don't mind you coming here, wasting all my time. All right, second hour continues. Conference realignment, ACC expansion, Notre Dame conversations. Always a fun topic this time of year. We've talked a little baseball as well. Uh, not to mention all the other things going on the NBA playoffs. Second hour brought to you by our good friends at George Coleman Ford. Right now, they've got a 2017 Explore XLT with V6 six-speed auto transmission. MSRP at around $34.7. Sale price at just $29,699. After $3,700 in rebates plus sales tax and tag, you're riding in your brand new Explore XLT today. Check them out, georgecolemanford.com. Cars cost less and travelers rest for the ride of a lifetime, as they like to say up there these days. Go out and check out our good friends at George Coleman Ford. They've got 0% financing for up to 72 months. Never any dealer fees at George Coleman Ford. 
serving you for 86 years and four generations strong. It is George Coleman Ford. Online again, check out their updated inventory at georgecolemanford.com. They're not booting Wake Forest out of the ACC. We know that, but we're playing the what-if game somewhat. I still maintain Notre Dame's coming. I don't know when or how, but there's more evidence, I think, behind the scenes than ever before that they're essentially going to be forced into a league. And, of course, if that happens, they're not going anywhere else. It'll be in the ACC, given the fact that every other sport outside of football uh, plays within the Atlantic Coast Conference. If the Fighting Irish come and nobody else is booted out, which we don't think would happen, I would expect that the ACC and the crafty left-hander, John Swafford, <laughs> would bring in another team too, right? I mean, just you're not just bringing in one to make it 15. You're going to bring in two, and the question is, which other school would fit the bill? Would follow along the same kind of blueprint as the majority of the other ACC schools. And it's, you know, all very much subjective and up for debate. And given the fact that Louisville was the recent addition, all bets are off as far as what Swafford and the school presidents and athletic directors would be looking for. I, I think that addition changes things if you bring in Notre Dame and another team. So Ben's got his trusted list of potential programs back there. I think we're just going to kind of go down and say, tell you yes or no, because that's there, there's probably as many as 15 different schools that you could honestly talk about and, and at least build a case for. Oh, no, you misunderstood me. My list was to go through the ACC on the retraction standpoint by process of elimination, mark off the teams that would not, you would never, ever consider for retraction oh to now i mean we can do the other uh we can do the other as well but when you asked me during the break if i had a list i was i, I don't have a list for of, well team. and I, I certainly have my own list i can give that to you off the yeah. top of my head but you're talking about teams within the league that you would never boot out right we were talking about Wake right. forest and they would and in, in determining if there was another another one that you would consider in I, that I mean scenario. I, I think every other school in the league would be on that list. I, well, I mean, let, let's just go. All right. Clemson, obviously no. Florida State, obviously no. Right. I would say Louisville at this point, obviously no. Or or do you agree with I that? I totally agree. Um, I, I think NC State, you would never do that. Right. North Carolina, you would not. Well, I mean, I mean should I, you? Yes. Will you know? They're, that's the never right. Yeah, they're not. They're not going anywhere. I agree. Um, Syracuse. No, I don't think so. I don't either. I think you want a presence in the Empire State, and I think with basketball, and they do have a football tradition there. McPherson and McNabb, and I mean, you know, they they they've done a nice job there. Jim Brown. You know, Marvin Harrison, there's some stuff there at Syracuse. No. Miami, geographically, that's paid dividends for uh, everybody. No. No. Um, Where are you on Pittsburgh? No. I mean, I I think that's a... Is Pittsburgh a football school? No, it's not. Pittsburgh is 
uh, a, a team that probably its profile fits the American conference more than any other league because it's basketball. It's in a metropolitan area. There is tradition there in football. Dorsett, Marino. I mean, sure. you know, it, it, it's been a while, and they play at Heinz Field, which is a little awkward. You're in the Steel City. You you have to be a football school, right? Yeah, I mean, I I, I suppose I, Pittsburgh, because of market and eyeballs, even though it doesn't really garner that, no, they're not going. Virginia Tech, no. No. Then that brings us to, well, let's just go ahead and, and hit Boston College real quick. Geographically, I think you need Boston College. Of of everybody that could they that could leave tomorrow, and you don't miss them for a second, it's Boston College. But in a world that brings in Notre Dame, they want their Catholic buddies there with exactly. Them. So that that's not on the table. What what Boston College brings you is not Boston College. Boston College brings you Notre Dame, right? And and BC in football is kind of in a strange space right now. Steve Adazio has done a really good job. When they lost Tom O'Brien, you know, they, they they were still good for about another year. And, uh, oh, man, what's the guy's name? It drives me crazy because I forget it every single time. He, he, he took over after O'Brien left to go to NC State, and he was the head coach there for two years. And and and, uh, and then and then interviewed he, in the NFL. He interviewed for the Jets offensive coordinator position. Didn't tell BC officials about it. Apparently, he's another one of those Adazio names. Yeah, no, uh, it's it's very much like I got a story with that too. Damn it, I, it's driving it. me crazy. It's driving me absolutely crazy. It's on the tip of my tongue right now. Come on, text line. But no, but no, but it, so he he was fired because he interviewed for an NFL offensive play caller position. Uh, with the New York Jets, and and they haven't been the same since. Jeff Jagosinski, thank you, text line. Thank you, 864. And you had Spaziani in there as well. That's right, Frank Spaziani. <laughs> that's, that's correct. Jagosinski, Spaziani, Adazio. The story on How Jagosinski. How could we forget those? <laughs> I know, but the story on Jagosinski is this. You know, that, that game that we talked about the other day at nauseum where Aaron Kelly dropped the pass. It could have beat BC back in 2007 and given Tommy Bowden an extension and his first ever Atlantic Division championship. Before that game, you know, Bowden, I, I I used to be like right beside Clemson's head coach whenever he would talk to the opposing coach. And I, I would kind of eavesdrop without, you know, I never report anything that I, I heard or anything, but I, I was always curious. It's a fascinating conversation to listen to when two head coaches are talking to each other before a game and there's not a bunch of microphones around. So how's your wife and them? I well, mean, what, are, what are they talking about? Well, I mean, it's it, it's... It's usually a very respectful conversation. There's usually a lot of small talk. Uh, Bowden would talk a lot about the West Zone when that was constructed and kind of what it meant, Like, and he would kind of point to the different components to it. I, I remember uh, eavesdropping in on Dabo and, and Gene Chizik at, at Auburn back in 2010, and, and, and Gene was kind of doing some of the same things. And, and then, you know, a lot of times they'll talk with their hand over their mouth so you can't see what they're saying. You know, they, and I, I would do that too. I don't, I don't, that's not a bad deal. But, anyways, Jeff Jagosinski was head coach at BC. And it was a night game. It was chilly. And so Bowden, you know, would always say, what, what happens is before these games, the one coach will kind of drift towards midfield and he's kind of standing by himself. And then the other coach kind of goes there and they know to meet up at, at the 50 yard line at that point. And so there's always a little give and take. It was always interesting when Dabo and Spurrier used to play that game, too. And one would come over, the other would walk over. 
So Bowden's waiting for Jeff Jagosinski to come towards midfield so he could talk to him. And so Tommy would have this weird kind of way of, you know, going, he, he, he would, you can you know, you talk to him, you'd ask him a question, you're like, ah, you know, I don't know. Roy, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And he, he would take his thumb and put it under his neck and turn his wrist upwards when he would get stressed. If you ask him a question, you're like, ah, I'm not really sure. I don't know if you realize this, but every time you talk about Tommy Bowden, you do that in the studio. And then, and then, yeah, and then you, I, I put Roy, my arm. Roy has his hand up right now. Right. Like, just, like just you're describe rubbing the, this position. It's, what like is you're, this? it's like you're rubbing the back of your own neck. All right, so it's, my four fingers are on the back of my neck, and my thumb is actually towards the side of my neck. Yeah, it's like you're you're kind of rubbing the back eh, of the side of your neck. Yeah. Eh, and it, you know what? If you listen closely here at the station, you know, Mickey's been around a while, and Quag's been around a little while now, and, and they kind of do that too. Like, we all kind of were like, eh, I don't know. We all got that from Tommy Bowden unknowingly. Eh. We also eat grass in the backyard. No. Bowden. <laughs> approaches midfield in search of the great Jeff Jagosinski. And, 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 you know, all the head coaches, they usually have like a guy in the sports information department is trying to guide him the right direction or whatever. You, you know, the coach can ask him something the last minute just in case he needs it for the conversation. And so he, he, he turned to the guy there and he's like, uh, he goes, now, 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 what's his name again? Jeff Jagger, what? <laughs> Jagger who? And I'm pretty sure, like, Jay-Z turned that into a multi-million dollar song at some point in time. You know, he starts off some of his songs, Jagger, what? Jagger, who? You know, no. But, he, but I heard that, and I just lost it because it was the funniest thing ever. Because, you know, Tommy, I mean, he's, he's working on the game, and he's not worried about the head coach. Now, now, what's this guy's name now? Now, what, what is it now? Uh, uh, Jagger, what? <laughs> That's so funny. That's funny. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he was kind of poking fun at himself when he was doing that as well. Uh, 654-7627. Before we get to the next call, nobody else in the league. Duke, I'm not booting out. Virginia, I'm not booting out. And then there's Georgia Tech. No, you can't. No, that's, that's, you're in the peach state. You're in the ATL. The ACC needs a presence there to try to counterattack the SEC's behemoth presence there because of UGA. Yeah, No, you can't do anything with them. A lot of talent comes out of that area, especially right. in baseball. Yeah. Especially baseball. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. You know, you let, you let Paul Johnson go play uh, Georgia Southern again in football. I mean, you know, you you go do, go do your... You're, you're telling me you want to boot the, the, the Wasps. Out of the ACC? Nah. Okay. Nah. I don't want to do that. That's a good, that's a nice little game but, Clemson plays against But as we play the, uh, you know, we play the uh, process of elimination, admittedly, they're way down there on that list for me. <laughs> yeah, but again, this is, I mean, completely hypothetical. Not ever going to happen. But just a fun little exercise there. And, it, and as bad as Virginia has been for a number of years in football, I, nah. I loathe watching Virginia play hoops. I don't like their style of play there. It's gotten a little better in the last two years, I suppose. But they, you know, Tony Bennett's done a, a good job, and they're winning. So, I mean, he's brought respectability back to Virginia basketball, and it lacked it for about two decades almost. Bronco Mendenhall, I think, is going to be a good fit there as well long term. 654-ROAR, back to the Northland Communication phone line. Seminole Ted joins us. Hey, Ted. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Roy. Uh, real quick before I get into sports, yeah, I saw Chris Cornell twice with Soundgarden and once with Audio Slave. Wow. Phenomenal musician. Wow. Uh, I tell you, all the major 
Seattle vocalist, with the exception of Eddie Vedder, have passed away now. So just kind of food for thought there. You know, a lot of drugs coming out of that area, mm-hmm. a lot of partying, a lot of good, a lot of good music. Uh, I think that if Notre Dame were to come on full time, I think you go to sixteen. I think you reach out to West Virginia and bring them in. Decent football, decent basketball, and you can get see couch burning on a regular basis in the ACC. That's thing before I get out of here. What's your thoughts on this brouhaha that's boiling up between Atlanta and Toronto, the flipping of the bat, the unwritten rules, et cetera, et cetera, and I'll take your comments off the air. Thank you, Ted. Uh, but Jose Bautista, I mean, is like the MLB's version of the movie Jackass. I mean, he just everybody, nobody likes him, and, and that just continues. Uh, and it's not just with Atlanta; it's with basically everybody else with a pulse in MLB. Ask the Texas Rangers and and Odor, who just punched his lights out last year and knocked his glasses off, and had just about everything else associated with his job. But Bautista's kind of a jerk. That's where a lot of that comes from. No, O'Flattery had the O'Flattery. Is that right? Yeah, the pitcher for the Braves had the best comeback last night after the game. He and and he didn't really see the bat flip and all that. He said he was you know trying to kind of look away. But in post game, he told the group of reporters in the locker room said, "Kind of surprised Bautista would want to fight after what happened last year." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, go back and watch like the best landed punch in the history of MLB. Bautista comes in aggressively. Odor has an issue with it, and it's just boom, lights out. I mean, lights out. Best, best uh, use of a uh, of a still frame ever because Bautista looked like a cartoon character. Yeah, he really did. His yeah. face looked like a cartoon character. Totally did. No, it totally did. Uh, West Virginia would bring a lot to the table. And given the recent expansion and inclusion of Louisville, there are certainly dots that have been connected to where you could say, man, the ACC would do that. I I think the problem is, is West Virginia made that jump to the Big 12 and with the grant of rights, even though that conference may be somewhat unstable, and it is, make no mistake about it, it is, because of Texas, because of OU's wishes and a bunch of other things, it is the least stable league out of all the Power Five, and that means a lot. That means a ton. If the Big 12 fell apart, I, I would think the ACC would consider scooping up West Virginia. If you just brought in Louisville, there's a similar academic resume there at WVU, and that was one of the reasons initially that so many – Insider suggested the ACC wasn't interested in the Mountaineers of West Virginia because they, they didn't believe that academically it was a great fit. Well, the world as we know it has changed in this decade. And West Virginia, can you imagine adding the Mountaineers in football to the ACC Atlantic? And I don't know that that's where they would go. But if you had Clemson, West Virginia, Florida State, Louisville, you know, NC State, the, there's a lot of potential rivalries there. And, and you may not do that. You you could add them to the Coastal and you can move things around. 16 teams, you're going to go to pods anyway. That The, the Ben Milstead pods. All right, system. Now, now you're getting way ahead. That's an hour three discussion, right? The, yeah. the Ben Milstead pods. But, but you have Virginia, West Virginia, Virginia Tech. What if and, you had West Virginia, Notre Dame, Clemson, Florida State, Louisville, all in the same division? Yeah. You, you, you're not going to do that because scheduling wise, you're be difficult to play everybody in your own division, and do your 
your rival from the other. I mean, you just couldn't hardly do it. Anyway. West Virginia, to me, would be in play if you were looking to bring in a 16th team along with Notre Dame in football and all the other sports. How logistically it would work, your guess is as good as mine. I don't think it's a slam dunk, and the issue of exiting the Big 12 would be a massive issue. Sure. You would probably need that conference to fall apart at the exact time that you brought in Notre Dame in football to kind of make it all work. Second hour continues. We got a lot more headed your way. 654-ROAR if you want to talk about it. Some compelling information coming out regarding the ACC network as well. Walk down that road coming up in our third hour plus more calls. Stay tuned. If you need to rent it, rent it from Bennett. Now in their 18th year of business, Bennett Equipment is your premier source for equipment rentals, sales, and repair, including on-site. And thanks to you, Bennett Equipment will open a Seneca location by midsummer. They're the go-to dealer for Takeuchi Equipment and the largest scaffolding supplier around. Serving the upstate, western North Carolina, and northeastern Georgia. Online at BennettEquipment.net. If you need to rent it, rent it from Bennett. If your business relies on dependable transportation from your medium and heavy-duty fleet trucks, then Advanced Maintenance should be your next call. Advanced Maintenance provides superior on-site maintenance that saves you precious time. Their free maintenance management program manages your fleet's usage and keeps track of all your service needs so you don't have to. And they even do box truck and trailer repair. Call the number that comes to you at 422-5787. That's 422-5787. At Simmons Mattress Outlet in Seneca, we've added new models with the new year. We now carry both Serta and Beautyrest for more selection and more savings on your new mattress. We have the largest in-stock inventory around, so you can always find the mattress you need at the right price. And when you buy your new mattress, we give you the box spring free. Open seven days a week. Simmons Mattress Outlet is located in the old Walmart across from Chick-fil-A in Seneca. The best sound you'll hear this spring and summer is the sound of steaks sizzling on your grill. Steaks from the Chopping Block. The Chopping Block only sells USDA prime beef, and Bruce guarantees what he sells. It's National Hamburger and National Barbecue Month, so stock up with steaks, chops, ribs, or pork loins from the Chopping Block. Grab a to-go meal or dine in for lunch with Bruce. The Chopping Block, Highway 81 in Powdersville, just south of 153-220-5724. Baseball coach Monty Lee straight talks video surveillance. I used to think that video surveillance was an expensive option limited to commercial systems. Not anymore. With Blue Ridge Security Solutions, you can install cameras in and outside your home at a reasonable price. View live or review later if you suspect there has been a problem. Always on the offensive, Blue Ridge Security Solutions should be your first choice for any security need. They don't call it serious security for nothing. Blue Ridge Security Solutions.com. Serious security. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Locomart in Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Locomart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Locomart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. Everyone has someone in their lives that could use a little surprise. A little pick-me-up. 
You want to deliver those smiles, but who has the time? School, work, and more. Try Urban Nirvana's online gift certificate. Buy and print it right from your own computer. A great way to treat your wife for making all those tailgate preparations. Your college student for all the hard work. Or mom, just because. Online purchase and print from your computer. Only at urbannirvana.com. See young men and women throughout the state compete during the state finals rodeo at Garrison Arena, May 25th through 27th. Action in a number of categories, including team roping and goat time, bareback bronc and bull riding, calf and breakaway roping, barrel racing and pole bending. Adults $12, students with ID $8, and free for five and under. Save $2 buying advance tickets at Boot Barn and Easley. Sponsored by HP Veterinary Services and Home Place Horse and Cattle Company. Philpot on WCCP. Look at you. Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> Sit around here all day. You contribute nothing to society. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Brought to you by Custom Collision of Anderson, 4490 Liberty Highway. It's time for you to get that car repaired if you need any kind of body work. Custom Collision of Anderson comes in with computerized estimates on time and on budget each and every time. 231-6900. Schedule your appointment today. Go by and see them so that you can get that car looking pristine yet again. Check out the reviews as well on Google. We're talking about five stars virtually across the board. When quality counts, when quality matters, it's Custom Collision of Anderson. 231-6900, Let's get that car repaired. Let's do it properly. Back to factory standards at Custom Collision of Anderson right there off of Liberty Highway in the Electric City. It is Custom Collision of Anderson. Been talking about uh, conference realignment, the addition of Notre Dame potentially. Ben, you read the same report I did concerning the Fighting Irish this week, and there was a lot of speculation and it was even written, if Notre Dame was in the ACC, it would have made more money last year than what it actually did. And see, that's the kind of stuff that officials in South Bend need to understand before we realistically walk down this this road where the Fighting Irish, the Golden Domers, join the Atlantic Coast Conference full-time, including football. That that That's the precursor where, okay, wait a second, we make more cash if we join the ACC, then what we're doing as an independent, that begins to change the game considerably, in my opinion. You and I have always been in agreement that at some point Notre Dame will join. The one overwhelming argument opposing that is the financial part. My assumption, as has been, a, I think, a lot of people's, is that well, Notre Dame is just raking in money hand over fist, being an independent. They have this huge uh, you know, network of their own big NBC deal, you know, all that good stuff. And then when you read though, that they would have made more money last year being a full member, you know, and I get Clemson was in that, you know, in the national championship, uh, for the second year in a row. And they do, they, they do the, uh, it, it was, a, it was a bit of an unusual year for the ACC from a bowl standpoint, and you do the revenue sharing from that, so I get it. it. It's not the best year to judge to base it off of, but the fact that it's even close 
makes me think maybe well maybe Notre Dame is closer than I than I realized because I would have never just my my overall impression of of how it works financially I would have never ever thought it would have even been close and you're telling me that they would have made more money in I mean so if you neutralize the money part of it and and that that might even be more attractive um when we start talking more about the the ACC network but when you neutralize the financial impact that that would be on Notre Dame and the direction, what, let's see what happens with the playoff committee and how they view Notre Dame in the next couple of years. Being in the ACC gives you a almost a clear-cut path. If you do this, you are in... I, I mean, I kind of am feeling better and better about the possibility that... You know, personally, I don't really care if they are or not. I mean, we talked about that last week. I thought it would really bother me that they're not a full-time member. It really doesn't bother me. I mean, it would. If you think about it, it would have cost Clemson would have received less money had Notre Dame been a full member this year. Right. But uh, you know, if people want to argue, and you can make great arguments either either way for and against Notre Dame being in, but I, I'm I'm starting to think that it's closer than than we realize. Well, it's interesting. There were several reports that came out before Notre Dame joined the ACC in all sports, but football several months before that actually went down. And the administrators at Notre Dame balked at the notion, no, not on the table, this is not happening. And then lo and behold, a little more than 90 days later, after those initial reports surfaced, that's exactly what happened. It's interesting that the ACC and Notre Dame, in a joint release, produce an upcoming football schedule in which Notre Dame's only required to play five teams per season between now and 2037, about a week ago. And that got all of us, you know, just interested in this again. That schedule comes out. And then several days later, you get more people chirping on social media. Hey, behind the scenes, this is what could be happening. Or in some circumstances, this is what actually is happening. And again, Notre Dame has come out and said, no, you know, we value our independence, I believe is what Brian Kelly said at a uh, Golden Dome or, uh, you know, prowl and growl, if you will, their version of it. So now we value our independence. And I, I don't think that's necessarily the case, even from his perspective, behind the scenes as well. So when you get just this kind of chatter, yeah, sometimes it doesn't mean much of anything. But given the ACC and Notre Dame came out with this release and everything appears to be headed down one way, down one track, and maybe it's not. The precursor for any of this happening is when does it become financially better for Notre Dame to join this conference in football as opposed to maintaining its football independence? And I, it sounds like that's already happened and that maybe that gap could increase the formation of the ACC network. All right, more on that coming up in our third hour. We were also talking about if you did add another team or if you did add Notre Dame in football, certainly you're not going to stand pat and just go to 15. You're probably going to bring in somebody else as well. You, you, know, you typically don't expand and just bring in one program. And wouldn't the ACC like to be the first Power Five conference that goes to 16? Because we all feel like at some point that's where this thing is going to end up, five, 16 team power five leagues, not a certain, not a certainty, but 
you know, five or 10 years from now, it seems like that's where all this is headed. And so that would pick up the remaining group of five powers that we feel like could compete at a power five level and, uh, you know, gives more seats at the big boy table. And the big boys don't want to, you know, divvy up their money by uh, more shares. But still, there's also some advantages with certain certain programs as well if you bring them in. So in the ACC's case, to the caller's point, West Virginia would make a lot of sense. Geographically, it's kind of there. You bring in a new fan base. There's a football brand with Dana Holgerson. It's a little bit of a renegade deal, it feels like. It would match up with Louisville, I think, quite nicely. Problem is, during the Big 12, there's a grant of rights. So I, I think for West Virginia to be included in this mix, you would need some sort of collapse from the Big 12 to make it happen. Is that likely? I'm not smart enough to tell you, but I do agree that the Big 12 is the least stable of all the Power 5 leagues, and maybe that means something in the middle part of the next decade. Maybe it doesn't. The other team that's been rumored for a long period of time is Connecticut, and UConn would pass the basketball eye test. And football just really made the leap under Skip Holtz about 10, 12 years ago, I think it was. And I don't know how much they care about it, but in the last 12 years, Connecticut has actually made a BCS game. Remember, they played Oklahoma out in the Fiesta Bowl where they kind of got their act together for a year or two. Uh, I guess uh, Randy Etzel has gone back there to try to resurrect the program. Didn't work out at Maryland. Did work out when he was a head coach at UConn back in the day, and now he's back. And so I think there's a real thought that maybe he can revive things in stores. That certainly is possible. The basketball brand is elite. Struggled last year, but this decade they've been great once again, going back to the days of Jim Calhoun. I don't know what Connecticut would bring to the table in terms of football, but... In a lot of other sports, I think that they would bring quite a bit. And there's also kind of a bridge that connects Boston College. At the same time, uh, from what I've been told from day one, BC did not want UConn in the ACC because they don't want to have to recruit against it more than it already does. So that could be a potential roadblock for Connecticut plus Notre Dame coming in to make this a 16-team conference. And Connecticut is one of the – they're one of the sources for a lot of these Notre Dame uh, rumors because – they feel like if Notre Dame gets in, we're the natural, logical choice to be the other team that the ACC adds. I just don't get that. I don't think I don't think UConn adds anything to you. And if I'm adding to the conference, I, you don't need to add another basketball. I don't school. need UConn in the ACC. You're telling me if if you're at, I mean, does UConn do anything for you? Well, Ge- it, geographically, do you do you give a you know what about UConn at Duke in basketball? I want to watch, right? UConn well, at Carolina in basketball, I want to watch. You can watch that in a preseason Madison Square well, Garden yeah, tournament man, every year. There, yeah, there's some truth in that. Uh, financially, does UConn add anything at all? Is, is that attractive? With knowing that football is the is the driving factor behind the the financial part of a network i don't i I don't see that if if you go if you're going to add another one i'm not even i i can't make any case for uconn in your expert opinion huskies off the table with this you're not buying it not not at any point do i buy this um not not at any point i i don't think it it doesn't help you recruiting although i don't i think that's kind of 
I think that ship has sort of sailed the way people recruit now anyway, but still, uh, I, I don't care anything at all about that. I don't care about adding another basketball school. I don't think your conference needs that. I don't think you add – what I don't know, does UConn add eyeballs on television? No. See, I don't think they do either. I mean, in basketball, in basketball, yeah, you know that part of the country. But, um, I I just think you if you do that, you're doing it for a financial reason, and I just can't draw any, uh, I can't draw any dot, connect any dots and say UConn gives you a financial reason to add them. There's not a lot of schools out there currently not in a power five league that really do that though. I mean, UConn, Notre Dame's the only, is the prized possession, but it's not in a power five league. Obviously it's an independent in football. Connecticut at least brings something to the table with basketball. If we go down the list with other programs, Cincinnati, Memphis, Houston, all the programs, the big 12 just considered and rejected. Right. None of those non power five league teams really do either. no, Although I would be all for anything that ties you closer to Tennessee because Clemson has picked that state apart recruiting. Well, you're just so being selfish. From the, from the Memphis standpoint. You see a lot of chatter on our text line about East Carolina. No. I, no. Not not a great academic school. Not a great sports school. No. Not at all. East yeah. Carolina in football hasn't been bad. They've kind of built their identity, but it doesn't really fit, in my opinion, a power five school yeah. across multiple levels. You don't need anything else in North Carolina. Right. Yeah, you got a bunch of schools over there anyways, right? Yeah, one too many. <laughs> All right. Apparently. Sorry, Wake. Uh, hour three coming up. ACC Network on our agenda and more of your calls as well with conference realignment. Broadcasting live from the Blue Ridge Security Studio. Because we need monitoring. WCCP, Clemson Greenville, 1055. The Roar. Imagine this season diving into your own in ground pool. Make it happen with Aqua Pool Care. For as little as 19000 you and your family will finally have your own backyard oasis. Aqua Pool Care has over 35 years of experience in commercial, residential, and pool renovations. Maybe your pool needs a new liner. They have plenty to choose from. Turn those hot days of summer into cool days and fun outdoor memories with Aqua Pool Care. Call them at 508-1885 or online at aquapoolcarellc.com. Hit a home run with Founders Federal Credit Union. Now open in Tigertown, Founders Clemson location is located on Highway 93 next to Walmart Neighborhood Market. We also have four on-campus ATMs, three of which accept cash and check deposits. Visit RelaxJoinFounders.com to see if you qualify for membership. Relax. Go Tigers. Founders Federal Credit Union, located on Highway 93 in Clemson. Founders Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. With its powerful technology, ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. 
So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score for your free trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. Mickey here. Let me tell you about our friends at Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. Traditional carpet cleaners leave your carpet either soaking wet or it gets dirtier faster. Zero Res uses empowered water, so your carpets won't get stiff and crunchy, and with no residue, they'll stay cleaner longer. No toxic chemicals or detergents. Mention Mickey to get three rooms for $129 and a fourth room free. Online at ZeroResGreenville.com or call 558-7300. Spell it backwards or forwards, it's the right way to clean. Rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special. Get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discounts apply. From your friends at EnviroMulch. Go Tigers! Life insurance. You know you need it, but do you have enough? 85% of U.S. consumers agree they need it, but only 44% of United States households have individual life insurance an all-time low. When asked why they didn't have life insurance, many said, nobody asked me about it. Well, make no mistake, I'm asking you today. Maybe it's because the process can be difficult. Maybe it's because the process can be frustrating. But as an independent insurance broker, we have all the best plans and rates. Life insurance is not for the people who die. It's for the people who live. Life insurance helps us protect what matters most, our family. Call us today to get a free quote, 467-8738. I'm Guy, the insurance guy, and what we do is simple. We make life insurance easier. 467-8738. 467-8738. 